Welcome back, y'all, to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. It's so interesting how we get these large kind of lists of the wealthy sometimes. For instance, the Forbes 30 under 30. Whenever we think about this list, you know, we try to understand what is the point of it. Obviously, it's indicating up and coming um, successful people under 30. So this year's, you know, when we think about Forbes 30 under 30, it's really focusing on those individuals who are shaping and they're creating economic impact. Um, I laugh because... Within this episode, we're going to get into a couple things about the Forbes 30 under 30. We'll do that. We'll do the Hall of Fame most successful, and we'll do the jailbirds of Forbes 30, the the individuals who has put on Forbes 30, and as a result of it, they are going to jail. So we're going to do a variety, get into it, and go from there. So according to this LinkedIn article, how do you get on Forbes 30 under 30? in honest, I don't know why Forbes 30 under 30 is such a hard thing for me to articulate. But anyways, um, an honest and thorough guideline. This is something I found on LinkedIn and it was pretty entertaining. It says the number one, okay, it gives you a couple ways to get on Forbes 30 under 30. Step one, if you guys were wondering, is have a rich daddy. I am unfortunately dead serious. A significant number of entrepreneurs on Forbes 30 under 30 are trust fund kids who inherit or have about to inherit their daddy's massive fortune. And I would like to link some examples, but not my place to judge or hate. Speaking of wealth, I understand that I understand to hate the kids of billionaires because while I spent a decade struggling and being a parent for money, they got everything and more. But day one, it sounds like they are just kind of ranting about rich people. But it's not their fault. Okay, they were born modern day royalty, and I thank my therapist for all the new perspective. LOL. Okay, so interesting. <laughs> That's well, okay. Um, just tell us how you really feel about it. So that's the first thing that they're that's number one. So take with it with you will. Like saying easy way to make a million dollars is to inherit two million. Okay. Rich Daddy is one on the list. Number two, have a killer professional photo. So if you guys are if you guys are like wanting to market yourself for 30 for 30, which I'm sure you're listening to this podcast to determine that, then have a killer professional photo. But what's so crazy is this modern day of professional social media, whatever, like it would never hurt to just have a couple on deck whenever you're using it for posts or etc. Next, date a 30 under 30 lister. Okay, that's a good step. If you want to date somebody to get on, you know, those things kind of help. So I can't even tell you how many times I've met a lister who is dating someone who made the list last year. That's right. Nepotism. That's really not. Okay. Nepotism exists within companies governing over 30 under 30. Do they deserve it? I don't know. Is this a real article? I mean, what am I reading here? Step four. Attempt an in-person under 30 under interview. If you buy a 5,000 VIP you will get in okay this makes a lot of sense and we'll get into kind of this 30 under 30 uncovering it about buying and getting your way in so flashback to an asian conference where they had nobu 
catering, which Nobu is so strange. It's like so weird how life has all these weird synchronicities. Nobu in itself is a sushi restaurant within Malibu. I actually drove by it the other day. My wife and I were talking about going, and Nobu in itself means North Malibu put together Nobu, and apparently it's in a lot of hip-hop songs, which I didn't know about, and my wife told me. So it said, let's do a photo shoot, and then Kim Kardashian. So a lot of famous people eat at Nobu. If you're even going to eat there, which I'll probably do a podcast on because it's interesting, you have to fill out a survey a month in advance just to get in the list to eat at Nobu. Like Like, if you want to make reservations, like, you have to fill out paperwork. Like, is that not crazy? Okay. Next, kind of going into um, those things and surprise a list of itself not to pay phone pay schemes. Okay. A billion dollars. Okay. So we're looking, I'm just reading, kind of looking through the article. And those are kind of the top things going into different situations. So if you want to become 30 for 30s Forbes list, use that. And I'm sure there's some networking you could do. But what's really interesting is when we look at it, to me, it's an interesting list because there is so many people who are put on this list who have a lot of financial, they have a lot of financial impact in our current life. And the 30 under 30 is more interesting within the last five to 10 years because of who's being put on it. But to me, we're kind of going to go look at this list to show you also who is the kind of the, the elite hall of fame 30 under 30, just to give you an idea of what is the cream of the crop? And then I'll go ahead and talk to you about some of the 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 um, jailbirds, if you will, for 30 for 30. So in 10 years, a nominated 10,000 nominees, 6,000 um, resolutions across the industry with these 30 listers. Okay, so here we have. So number one, we have Alan Russell. Russell became the world's youngest self-made billionaire, 25 years old. Lumer went public on the NASDAQ. Now, I'm going to... So to me, he's a legit 30 for 30-year. Um, Alan Russell, the, he started his company as a teenager, attended high school for cutting-edge technology. His parents in no way, shape, or form are tied to it. Um, his father did have work in commercial real estate. And from there, he's kind of become the youngest billionaire. With he, his residency in Orlando, Florida, and he went to Stanford, no surprise there. And I think his mentors were Larry Sagels and Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Next we have Molly Ray Cyrus who's on here, um, which is pretty interesting. So when we look at Molly Ray Cyrus rose to fame as a teen. We all know her story back in Disney, 20 year old, did really well and happily found and support the LGBTQ and risk um, for startup, including fan made, which helped create super fan experiences, female production and companies hers. So that's kind of why she is put on as one of the musicians. It's really crazy, though, in this picture, she looks like Dolly Parton, which I know, you know, if you guys have ever heard her sing Jolene, it's like a really good cover, but man, it's like really weird. Next, we have Rihanna, who is, um, you know, American, rich, self-made woman with approximately worth $1.7 billion. I saw a TikTok the other day where she spent like seventy grand for staying three nights at an Airbnb in Arizona for the, when she was waiting for the Super Bowl. Next, we have LeBron James. We all know who that is. Next, we have Melon Perkin. Her company mission is to empower the world design, and we really mean the whole world. Really for Perkin, under the list um, is um, the eighth million person has used her company, Canva Free Ad Design, everywhere from Pinterest graphics to restaurant menus. 
So she created Canva. Everybody uses Canva. That's super cool. Um, I use Canva today, and I'm be talking about Canva more when I get ready to release how to make a podcast. Canva is a big part of it. Um, it's a long term since Canva raised 200 million in new funds, September 40 billion value. Still CEO Perkins and co-founder husband, both billionaires. Wow, that's that's a to me that is a legit 30 for 30 person right there. That is an amazing story, creating something the world can use and empowering other people. Next, we have Whitney Holfield. After settling a sex harassment suit, her Tinder co-founder, Walt Hard, started Bumble in 2014 as a dating app, designing and enabling women to make the first move. Two years later, she's appeared, so she is the one who has created Bumble. Next, we have Approva Metal, a former Amazon engineer. Meta started Instacart in 2012, which I'm sure you guys know about it, 20 after 20 failed startup ideas in the early days, he did most of the shopping himself and made deliveries via Uber. Today, the app delivers about 600 stores. That's so funny. Instacart's all over Spotify, so good for him. Speaking of Spotify, which I would love to talk to this dude, Daniel Eek. Daniel Eek joined the um, Forbes Under 30 class in 2012 when his music stream expanded Spotify to have 10 million users, etc., but man, I do not, I mean, I'm using Anchor right now for a podcast, and originally I was supposed to get qualified for 50 lead, for fifty listeners, and I and I hit that, I'm over over 50, and now they change it to in the last 60 days, have over 60 days to have over 100 unique listeners, and I've had that, because I've had over 700 downloads in the last 60 days for a new podcast, that's not bad, and I need Daniel to go ahead and stop playing around and hook up the ads, all right? It's going to keep growing. People love this podcast. You know what I mean? Okay, so those are some good, positive, upbeat stories. There's other there, but now I want to get into the jailbirds because to me, this is pretty interesting. So I'm going to go ahead and go through the jailbirds or the duds, if you will, for 30 under 30. So first, we have none other than Sam Bankman Freed, um, who started FTX. I'm sure you guys have heard about him. I've done podcasts on him. Everything to do with the Bitcoin situation. Probably one of the largest financial Ponzi slash um, fraud schemes in our history. You know, and I pulled this just from the other day because I haven't been keeping too much up with it just to give some insight. But the Fed sees more than $170 million in cash in the accounts linked to San Bankman Freem. The joint department received $170 million in cash associated with the disgrace FTX founder. So the man at was sitting on 170 mil, probably more, may go to jail for the rest of his life, depending on what his deal is. So more to come on Sam Bagman free, but that's one too. Next we have Elizabeth Holtz. If you remember her, she was the woman who talked with a really deep voice and started Theranos, which was like this company where they tried to indicate that they could do um, the ability to take a prick of your blood, monitor it, and determine what you need. So what's so interesting is like whenever we're getting our samples from blood and plasma, needs to go to a lab for multiple days and determine different tests. But Thanos in itself was this company where you thought they would be able to take your blood and read it and go from there. And everybody was investing in it. You had Bill Gates, you had every known name person, high name person wanting a piece of this startup. Classic Silicon Valley kind of bait and switch. Well, what's so crazy is she was actually um, sentenced back in November 18, 2022, for 11 years and three months in prison, she was found guilty of wire fraud, 
a conspiracy to quit wire fraud. What's so crazy is she was pregnant at the time and they thought potentially that would have impact and get her out, but it didn't. Next, we have Martin Sharik. Sharik is um, ordered in January 20th to pay $6.4 million for his Baird for Life pharmacy company, um, the federal judge company. So he went to jail for lying to investors about the performance of two hedge funds. He ran defaulting investors in a huge drug company and money from him to pay back investors in hedge funds. So, so another classic um, kind of like Ponzi scheme or he was lying to the investors, he will be going to jail. And he is ordered to pay six, $64 million back in fines. Okay. Next, we have Awanama Akiki engaged in multi-year global email computer hacking scheme to strategize $11 million lost in victims, said the, the attorney of the Eastern District of Virginia. So what does that mean? Uh, Ooki was actually considered under Forbes under 30, but what happened is he was actually creating this whole scheme going on within Nigeria to steal money. Um, there's a lot of cyber fraud that comes out of Nigeria, but he was blanking it in another company and actually hacking and stealing money. And he was sentenced to 10 years in prison in order to pay $11 million back and um, to the victims that have lost the money. So obviously because it's so big, but what's so interesting is you know, I wonder if there was some wire fraud created because usually it's pretty tough to try people in Nigeria who are committing fraud because people give them money. So they're hacking and stealing. It's something different than, than talking somebody out of it. Next, we have Najukan Khan. Najukan Khan. He's an Indian um, individual. He actually is credited for creating the largest financial Bitcoin scheme within India, costing millions. And what's so interesting about him is he's put in jail and apparently he had a heart attack um, back in January of last year. So I might do a deep dive on him. Last but not least, we have Charlie Jarvis. I've done a podcast on her, actually one of my most successful podcasts where she created the company Frank, where she was trying to help students um, deal with the Pell Grant situation, claimed she could do it, said she had over, I think, 4 million different emails sold to JP Morgan, it was for 175 million. It was all fake. She only had maybe a hundred thousand emails, paid someone to do it. She even went on podcasts, multiple interviews, and actually lied about it. So those are your jailbirds for Forbes 30 under 30. And I just want to put something out there kind of personal. So this evening I was speaking with Anchor and they moved the goalpost on me where they changed how many downloads I could get. And I thought I had 50 and I was waiting for the ads, but now they change it to over 100 listens in 60 days, and I'm really close. So if you guys could share this podcast with all your friends, I would really appreciate all the support. I'm trying to get to a point where I could add ads, and y'all can help me in this journey. So thank you so, so much.